Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. His mom was pretty hot. His mom, his mom was pretty hot. His mom was pretty hot. His mom, his mom was pretty hot. I just care if his mom is hot. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't do that. You know? Come on, go for a ride. Come on, Digna. It's too small for the both of us. No, it isn't. Jump on, man. I'll give you yeah. a pump. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. I'll give you a pump. I'll give you, I'll give you a pump. A pump. I'll give you a pump. His mom was pretty hot. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Um, we've been talking to Shohei and Tommy uh, for a while. Rockets won last night. Texans got a quarterback problem. Who would you like to see if you want to call in and make your case? You're more than welcome. D'Amico says, we'll see where we are at the, at the quarterback spot at the end of the week. Davis Mills is going to get every chance, I would think, right? Davis Mills is going to get the opportunity to win that job and play well. If he practices like crap this week, then maybe they put they say, you know what, Case, take it over. Um, Case has been here. He's done this. He's had – you still want to make the playoffs. But, you know, in reality I, – I, I, and I said this, but when Tank went down, your your chances went. While, you know, you asked how many, how many points is Tank worth? Mm-hmm. He's worth more than I thought. He's he worth is. a lot I more mean, than I thought. To me, it's a there's a domino effect without Tank yep. that is so substantial, and you could already see it actually in games. There was already a hint of it in previous games, and now we see it again. Tank is worth. They're not going to change it, point spread wise, right now, but it eventually will come down because Tank is just he opens he unlocks part of the offense that is not available to you when he's not in. Yep. It's that simple. So did Mechie play the other day? Yeah, Mechie did play. And that's that's he doesn't separate. He's a second rounder. He doesn't he doesn't really separate. No, he's not a separator. He no. wasn't he's a professional player and all that stuff. Man, this not, is an opportunity for him because of the tank mania that we've had going on. This is a real opportunity for Mechie. It, uh, is it though? Well, no, it still is even if CJ's not here, but yeah, Mechie needs to – I mean, look, Nico Collins is down. We'll find out later in the week where he stands. But this is a real opportunity for everybody. Noah Brown's not fully healthy. you got Hutchinson, Mechie. After his two games. Hutchinson, I'm, Mechie, and uh, um, uh, Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. I mean, this is your Robert chance. Woods wasn't targeted. I know. It was like he didn't play at all. He wasn't targeted. Is Dalton Schultz back this week? You we'll really see. need to win this one. You uh, need to win it to stay in playoff contention. You need to win it to, you know I mean? Are you looking these forward to two. seeing the Oilers uniforms? Uh, No, I don't really care. You don't? No, nah, not much. They care. They care. I know they do. This is, they're like, we're going to wear the Oilers uniforms and show you guys. Like, it's like the Nashville people care about the Oilers in any way, shape, or form. You no. know, Levis looked really shaky at times and looked really good at times, right. which is kind of what his tape is. He had some spectacular throws. Would you rather have Levis or Tommy DeVito right now? Levis. Does Levis get to go against two backup no. safeties every week? No, as a backup, I'd rather have Tommy DeVito because how fun is that having that guy in your team? Oh, my God. Although I don't think it's – I think it's everything that surrounds Tommy DeVito. I've watched Tommy DeVito. He's not like this magnanimous personality. 
He's kind of a low-key Italian that leans into the Italian heritage. It's everything around him that's incredible. Well, you, His agent was kissing the dad. Did you yeah, see yeah, the dad kisses Kiss the agent? agent? The agent kisses the dad. It's got to be related. His name is Sean Stiletto or something. I, I mean, he's got to be some kind of – he's got to be a cousin. He's like uh, Imper- Michael Imperioli. Yeah. Okay? Spider. No. Well, where they're no, all, no, oh, you no, mean in Sopranos? Sopranos? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh He's that's what he he's got to be. He's got to be related in some way, shape or form. Do you know where Tommy? Do you know where Tommy DeVito lives? I know he lives with his mom. He lives with his dad, his mom and dad. Everything that I need is there at the house. Oh, the decision was made since this level of football is stressful for a rookie, especially from the quarterback position. There's a lot going on, a lot of meaning. So everything outside of football is handled by my family. I don't have to worry about laundry, what I'm eating for dinner, chicken cutlets, and all that is waiting for me when I get there. He said this? My mom still makes my bed. Everything is handled for me. <laughs> I mean, uh, you tell us. is this an Italian kid or what? I don't, I'm not Italian, but that feels Italian. No. My this, stereotype this is, of Italians just feels like it's it. This is, there's no, this is like the Italian kid's dream. Ma, meatloaf. I mean, everything about this is... Oh, I mean, he's playing at the dad. Relax, relax, and and kissing the age. I mean, everything about this is excellent to me. This is Tommy. Tommy DeVito is one of the great stories in the NFL, maybe in NFL history right now. Okay, look look at the dad. He was around ESPN, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's the best story, Dell. Forget Lynn Sanity. This is bigger. All right. The okay, Italian community fine. in New York. We're gonna are we gonna hear from his agent later in the show? Yeah, we'll hear from Sean Stiletto. Luckily, I know somebody who knows him, so we'll get Sean Stiletto on. We're gonna the, we're, also known as Tommy DeVito's agent. Tommy DeVito. Tommy yes, DeVito. if you didn't see it, black shirt, black jacket, black bowler hat, <laughs> white pocket square. I mean, full regalia. <laughs> With did, he had the jewelry too. He had the only, uh, no. He didn't I mean, oh, by the way, it's also pinstripe. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. In case you had any doubt, now <laughs> he's rolling. Oh, he is. He's good. No, he's good. Hey, what are you talking about? He's on the phone. Tommy's right next to him. Hey, what are you talking about? You got to get more cutlets for Tommy. We got to get another cutlet deal. You know, he's got a cutlet great? deal, right? No, In New does York. he? He does. Yeah. He, yeah, of course he does. Yeah. Would have been great. Is if the agent had taken a phone and immediately after he got off this phone call, the TV caught, they opened up the SIM it. card, cracked it, yeah, and stomped on it and cracked it like a burner. <laughs> now that would have been, yeah, that would have been real. Okay, I, I don't think it's Sean Stiletto. It's something like that, though. No, it is. I'm it's looking stiletto? at it. Stiletto. Yeah, Stiletto. Stiletto. Yeah. Sean Stiletto. Sean, Sean Stiletto. I don't know Sports where sports agent, author who lives in the. <clears throat> By the golden rule, 2006 Boston's 40 and under 40 honoree. Niashoff, it's an Italian, Italian-American heritage. She's a part of them. You're not. Salem High, Gunnery Hall, Salem High and Gunnery Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame of his high school. Dad, wife, Krista, Christian, AFL alum. I don't think he actually played in the AFL. But a- oh, that's the AFL-CIO. The C- AFL-CIO. Wait a minute. That's is the this labor him union. right here? The AFL is a labor union. Oh, my God. Look at him right here with Bill Belichick. That's him. Yeah. In his background. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you just explain hey, what Billy, you're looking what are you at? Doing? What are you doing, Bill? That's great. I love that. 
That's great. He's got Patriot stuff on, too. DeVito's father told the Post, we're giving the whole Italian show. It's going to be craziness. We're going to give them the Italian theater they've been asking for. 300 chicken cutlets, got Italian sandwiches, baked ziti, sausage and peppers, rice balls, everything Italian. I'm going to get, have my guys setting up sandwiches with Italian headbands on. Look at, I'm looking at his Twitter account. <laughs> Blessed to be honored by the Boston Italian Consulate. Thanks, Arnaldo Minuti, for the recognition. He's got an orange bowler, uh, an orange fedora on with uh, a white turtleneck and a black vest. How come I don't have that? How come they? Because he's true Italian. You've been, you've been, you've been sanitized by the Cajun side. You've been sanitized. No, a real Italian would never wear Japanese uh, high tops with zippers on them and whatnot. What are you talking about your fancy. A real Italian would never wear. Has Look nothing at to this do with guy. your shoes. Be, get black out of t- here. Where are you wearing your black you turtleneck? Get when out I first of met here. you, you dressed get like the, an Italian. Get up out of here. Now, look, you're not dressed you're like an Italian. You're worried about shoes. All right? I want to get inducted into the... Except I, I, they, they sent me a letter, and I ripped it up on the air. Yeah. The you're Italian American the, Club here. You're never getting inducted Come into Come on, Italian anything. American oh, Club. Step up. Oh, my God. You're so not Italian. I'm embarrassed to do a show with you when I could have Tommy... I, Here's Tommy DeVito's agent. What's he wearing around his neck? What, an Italian horn. <laughs> you I told used, me about this. Uh, what is it? What is the Italian, I didn't have horn? An Italian horn? I, I, it's do for you luck. now? No, I, it's for luck. Do you now? No, I don't have it. I used to have it. He's he wants to know why he's not Dell getting inducted into any kind of Italian Hall of Fame. This guy's wearing the Italian horn. He's wearing the the fedoras and the black and orange fedoras mm. everywhere he goes. He's not real Italian anymore. Stop it. Not at all. You know, you know what they say. <laughs> That's why you're not going to get inducted. I, I don't know. You, you, you're now dressed like. No. See, you don't even. You don't, no, you, look at you. You don't know nothing look about Italian. Look at Italians. you. Stop you, you two are you. judging Italian. The horn. I'm judging you. I'm, not I'm judging looking Italians. at what a real Italian looks like is yeah. what I'm looking at, <laughs> pal. He's a real Italian. There's no question. I mean, the whole thing is a comedy show if you want to know the truth. And the dad said, we're going to give him the whole deal. We're giving it. They went out and they did a tailgate with uh, hundreds and hundreds of Italian sandwiches and sausage and peppers, and I love it. Oh my gosh! I, was, I mean, I look wish, at thanks I wish for the I was support. There with the this is from this is some other Italian American. He said another one with, I think that's Rocky Marciano. And look at this. He's wearing a bowler. He's wearing a hat that's green, white, and red with a red jacket. <laughs> This agent is so about that life. Oh, my God. If you don't come that. in with a horn, if you don't bring your horn back and start firing back like you're true Italian, don't ever say, don't point to your skin doing this where you're like, you're in the team. He's in the team. You're not in the team. I'm on it. He's the captain. Get your horn back. All get right. Your, I'm just a role player right Get your now. Italian swag back. Why do I not get to do a show with the guy who has this collection of hats? <laughs> He's got a different hat for every suit. He's got love a different fedora. I love that guy, Sean Stalato. Yeah, from uh, ba- but he's from he's Boston Italian. He's Boston. Yeah, are they different? They are different. How are they different? Yeah, because they talk stupid. But we'll see. We'll see how he talks. He's going to call this. We'll see if we can yeah. get him on the show. Yeah. Uh, right now, though, we're talking about Chastain Ford. If you're looking for the best way, my friends, to get into that Ford car or truck. Or pre-owned vehicle. I mean, and they got cert- gold-certified pre-owned vehicles. And gold-certified pre-owned vehicles means the interest rate that you're going to get. That means that the car is so good 
gold certified that banks are not worried about you about it breaking down or being able to pay off or that's going to last because it will last so the interest rate is going to be better so when you're looking for a vehicle on their lot say hey we got any gold certified vehicles because those will you're going to get a better interest rate and the interest rate means something but Chastain's going to work the deal as hard as they can for you anyway they're going to do the best deal that they possibly can every single time because that's what they do they're going to get they're not going to add on they're not going to mark up it's going to be the best car buying experience that you've had. I'm telling you here and now, if you're buying a Ford car truck or that pre-owned vehicle, there's one place to go, and that's Chastang Ford. It's on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown. You will love the deal. You'll love being part of the family. You'll get the best service that you could possibly get. I'm, ask, for, ask for Patrick and, and say, hey, I, I heard it on ESPN 97.5. I'm telling you, you're going to love the deal at Chastang Ford. ESPN 975.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, 820 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Whatever you want to talk about, you're more than welcome to get in here. Um, let's, talk, let's do the Jonathan Grenard, number nine, Dell. I, I thought Jonathan Grenard was the only player on the field, the defensive player on the field that actually showed up and showed out on, uh, on Sunday. Uh, Rankins made a play here or there. J- Jalen Petrie actually made a couple of plays as well. You really didn't see much of Stingley. Um, uh, Steven Nelson got beat a couple of times. I mean, he couldn't cover uh, uh, Denzel Perriman, you know, trying to cover Randall Cobb on a crossing route. That's just a disaster. But to Jonathan Grenard actually had a game. Jonathan Grenard was in the backfield a lot. He was in not only pressures but sacks as well. Let's hear from Jonathan Grenard. And this is a guy that... He was averaging, Zach Wilson was averaging getting sacked four times a game. Mm-hmm. And you let him destroy you. How, I mean. It's unbelievable. Their offensive line has been terrible. They had two new starters in there. This is That really is unacceptable that you didn't. And I, I, I put that on D'Amico for not calling a more aggressive game plan. They sat in a zone, and, and he just picked them apart in a zone. You got to get after him. You got to get after that offensive line. And they just kind of sat back and thought they would just rush four. But. When that didn't work, I, I'm just surprised I didn't get a little bit more aggressive. He did dial up some five, you know, five man rushes, but I'm surprised he didn't bring a little bit more funk at, at because he kind of falls apart when he gets panicky. Yep. Here's D'Amico talking about Grenard. Jonathan has had a good, productive year. Uh, he's done some good things for us this year and continue to have some things he can clean up to help us to uh, play better. But when all the guys up front are rushing together, everybody has success. When everybody is rushing together, uh, nobody's playing, you know, selfishly. Everybody rushed together. Everybody, as we say with the D-line room, everybody eats when everybody rushes together. So we continue to do that, and we'll continue to see the uh, success from those guys. So I guess they weren't rushing together. Jonathan Grenard was on his own uh, pretty much. I, I, a lot of that, I guess, you know, with stunting and whatnot and, you know, opening up holes for the blitzing linebackers and all of that, yes, it's got to be a collaborative effort. 
Jonathan Grenard was just beaten. Well, Makai Becton had he had no chance against them a lot of times. I mean, Grenard was having having his way mm-hmm. with Becton most all, the whole game, and he didn't need anybody else. I don't need your help over here, D'Amico. I'm good. No. I'll take care of this business here on the edge, and he did. I'd like to see Jonathan Grenard back. I would. Yeah. I think it's important to have some continuity with the pass rush. You've got already got a, a rookie right now who'll be a second year player. I think it would be it would benefit them to have um, another. But you know, I, I think it's also going to be important to find some rush along the interior. So if that means a sub package rusher, those are usually guys you can get in fourth, fifth round. Somebody who is maybe a little bit undersized, but they're really quick uh, type guys. I see those guys in the draft all the time. You know, take a little shot at one of those guys because maybe they turn into a disruptive pass rusher um, from the interior. Because that's something you need too. We're not getting as much when they were at their best is when Sheldon Rankins and and Malik Collins were really disrupting along the interior. If you're not di- disrupting along the interior, that's the real secret mm-hmm. to a great pass rush. Give me somebody that creates havoc between the tackles. That's you know you, you do it outside the tackles, and you, there's always you can always slide up or slide up and then out of the pocket. But, boy, when the interior of the pocket's collapsing, there's really nowhere for quarterbacks to go. So it'd be nice to have one of those guys show up. be nice for coverage for linebackers to actually see their guys and, and you know, be aware of, of their zone concepts and where the coverage is going to be. It was a, it's just a bad game. And yep. D'Amico also said, eh, you just get done with that. The best thing about watching that tape is you watch it, it's over, and so, yep. you move on. Yep. That's what he said. Best thing about that game is it's over. It's over. Uh, Chuck uh, Mechie equals Gaffney. What do you got to get put Gaffney on him for? I'm, I'm I mean, Mac, Gaffney Mechie. probably was a little. Was J- Gaffney actually had a couple better years than he's mm-hmm. having right now? Well, he missed all the last year. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna. Okay, we got to give him a little bit of a break with the, with missing all last year. Uh. And he hasn't. He hasn't really. It's give him a little bit of time. These are his first thirteen games of his career. He's going to be hopefully better. Hopefully, Mechie will be able to get to separate a little bit. Someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. I'm not crazy about this spot. Are you? What do you mean, Tennessee going to Tennessee and winning? No, no. I'm crazy about the ability to do it. Yeah. No. And you saw there's there's no line right now. When the line resets, it's going to be Titans three and a half. The injuries. Oh yeah, but yeah, the line was t- Titans one. When you're talking about Davis line was Mills, Texans one, wasn't it? No, it was, it was the opening te- line. Tennessee one. Was it okay? Yeah. Um, when you're talking about Davis Mills and the wide receivers that he's got to work with, and now the offensive line that's been, you know, is banged up with how, how many injuries they've had over this year. I mean, I don't know how they're going to score, if you want to know the truth. Yeah. I mean, Tua had a real problem well, with them yesterday. Well, we saw what Landry did. The Dolphins wound up finishing the game with four backup offensive linemen. And it felt like the pass rush just kept getting home late because at some point you ha- you're running four backups out there. It ain't going to look the same. And if the Texans are dealing with that from the beginning, look, the one thing you can't say about the Titans is that they quit. No. That's the team that's going to keep trying hard. I mean, they looked out of it, obviously, and then they took advantage of some some uh, backups in the Dolphins secondary uh, to guys who were running wide open late. So I don't like it. 
uh, and they'll probably get Simmons. Uh, they're not going to get Simmons back, so you don't have to worry about that. He'll be he's, he'll still be out. But yeah, Harold Landry's going to be a problem. Yeah, we were. I was talking with the Browns game. I don't. The case is like, hey, Davis, you want to you want to drop back against Harold Landry too? Go ahead. I'll sit right here. And no Jeffrey Simmons. That's what I'm saying. They don't have Jeffrey Simmons. and the, So they show they could take advantage of backup offensive linemen. The Texans Oof. are running guys out there like that. Oof. I don't love this. And remember, this is a Dolphins team who didn't who doesn't let Tua get hit until last night. So I don't like it for Davis Mills either. Yeah, those edge, man, they were really after Tua. Um, they really did a nice job of rushing the passer. And I, I do, I am a little concerned about the Texans from a pass pro standpoint. This whole thing has really been gummed up by the inability to run the football, too, because now, you, you know, if you were running the ball, frankly, like you were last year, you'd say, okay, well, Davis Mills, you can protect Davis Mills or Case, whoever's out there, a little bit with the run game. But can you say that now? I mean, are you going to be able to run the ball in the Titans? Can't run the ball in anyone else. No. Right? You did for a couple games. Because of the threat of the pass? I mean. Slowick is going to have to really oh my God. have a great game to, if he to has, manage okay. this. If this offense does anything with Tank out, if Nico's out, if Schultz is out, if CJ's out, Tyson Howard, Titus Howard, Titus out. Howard is out. If he does anything offensively this week, he's coach of the year. He's immediately co- no assistant NFL coach, coach of the year. year, not assistant coach of the year. Wow, he's NFL coach of the year. NFL coach of the year. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. We're wow. gonna. Yes, it's the first time that NFL Coach of the Year will be given to us. Yeah, there's still no line on the game. Right I, now. You guys handed the uh, the offensive Rookie of the Year to C.J. Stroud, and rightfully so, the way he's played. But we, we were talking about how with no Hill, look how that offense changed. Should should Tank Dell's absence just bolster his cause to be the best offensive rookie? Because whenever C.J. comes back, he won't have Tank, and we know what it looks like when he doesn't have tank. The, the reality is in today's NFL, I mean, look at Jalen Hurts, how good he got with A.J. Brown. He was a different guy. This is the reality yeah. of the NFL. Wide receivers help to make it's – yeah. it's a dual – yeah, quarterbacks have the ball in their hands a lot. But frankly, a lot of these quarterbacks are only as good as some of the weapons they have around them. And Tank's, tanks importance cannot be understood. A lot of them. Name a quarterback who survives without one. It's, I mean, Aaron Rodgers was, is yeah, one of the only ones. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Person. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then the year he didn't have him, yeah, that's true. It's it's pretty hard to find unless you have an ace. But you leaving the aces, Patrick Mahomes. The now they won a Super Bowl, but diminishing returns. But that wide receiver core now. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey's older. Even Patrick Mahomes, the ace of all aces. If he doesn't have a guy, he doesn't look great. Yeah, no, you got to you got to have a guy, and that's why certain guys make you even better. That's that was my entire argument for Ty- Tyreek Hill is that this guy's special. I mean, he's special special and we saw it inside of a game but you know what every team has their own little you know potential so, I mean, justin jefferson obviously obviously you're taking a great player out but tank Dell unlocks part of the offense that's not available to them it's a different thing with tank yep. T- there's, a, there's a domino effect when tank is there then you take tank and nico out forget about it all right 829 on espn 97.5 and 92.5 i got to talk about pajama grams right now i got to tell you guys it's so it's getting close, right? We're less than two weeks away. We're we're right at yeah, less than two weeks away from Christmas. My goodness, you got to get going here. This they sell out every year. The naturally new pajamas, they're awesome. Ultimate comfort and style. You're gonna love them. Soft and silky. She's gonna love them. It feels like she's wearing nothing at all. And you get a naturally nude nighty. If you buy the naturally nude pajamas, you get a free naturally nude nighty. 
That's a $75 value. And you get gift packaging as well. They will wrap it for you. So this is easy. This is a home run, guys. She wants these wonderful pajamas. You want these wonderful pajamas. Naturally nude pajamas. It says it all. This is one easy holiday gift that's sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win. Why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the only sports radio on FM in Houston. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5-713-780-3776. The number to hang out with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5-713-780-3776. Rockets won last night. Let's hear from Alperin Shangun. Alperin Shangun talked about uh, Tari Eason and the impact. Tari was the player of the game last night. The Rockets win. Tari Eason was fabulous on the boards, came in and added a spark on a shooting night that was awful for both teams. They were both awful. Tari Eason added something. Here's Alperin Shengun talking about uh, Tari. Oh, he did great. He always did a great job in offense and uh, on, on defense and on offensive rebound. You know, that giving us um, big energy, I can tell. Yeah, big energy, like like, you know, just taking the ball, like running away. He's just like a big energy guy and helping us a lot coming from bench, offensive rebound, defense, everything. So he did a great job. He brings the win for us, I can tell. Um, yeah, Tari is a – Tari's going to be a big part of this. Tari is a great role player. He really is. I left. I mean, I love Tari. Yeah. I think Tari's got some Mario Ellie vibes to him in terms of what he means for the team, uh, different kind of players, but – Tari is active. He's long-limbed. He is he is a player who has an impact on the game on both sides of the court. I'm a big Tari Eason fan. And, you know, I mean, there's a chance Tari Eason could become a more impactful player than Jabari Smith. I like them both, but Tari is just a more fluid player. He's just a more fluid athlete. So the 18 and 14 was great last night, and I think it does really – I think what's interesting is where does Tari fit in in two years? Where does Dylan Brooks fit in in two years? How are they being used? Jay Sean Tate, I could, you can make an argument that Jay Sean Tate maybe is not even here. He's not playing much because your rotation is going to look like I'm in Thompson off the bench. Uh, um, that's if Jalen Green stays around. I'm in Thompson off the bench. Uh, Tari Eason off the bench. Another big off the bench. I don't think it'll be Londale you know, in a couple of years uh, or maybe even by this trade deadline. Um, I mean, that would be already be eight. Who else am I? Um, I don't Jay know Sean. about Gordon. I don't know about Gordon, Jay Sean, if they're in it for the long term. Um, no, you're going to make moves. You know they're going to make moves. I feel like I'm missing uh, Jeff Green is, is, is Yeah, Jeff's going to not be, be. He won't be here in a couple of years, yeah. no. Uh, but I mean, let's no. face it, it's an eight and nine-man rotation in the playoffs. Yeah. It's not going to be a whole lot well, when you're, a, when you're a playoff Well, where's Cam? Team. Yeah, Whitmore, I think, will be part of that yeah. in a couple of years, yeah. yeah. So there's nine right there. 
who you would expect to, a future big that I don't think is on the roster. Well, is Van, Cam Vliet, Van Vliet's going to be here more than a couple of years? Well, he's got a, how long is this two deal? Two years. Is it just, oh, yeah, it is just a two-year deal. We got the two. Well, they, uh, don't you figure you that Ahmed should be part of the of the by then? Listen, you're going to have to pay Shingun. Yes, yes, you got to pay Shingun, and what are you going to pay Jalen? Bye bye. You think bye bye? Yeah, I think Jalen will go bye bye before. If you have to make a choice, if this were the Astros, Jalen's going first. Fred would leave, then Jalen would leave, and Cam Whitmore would step into a role. And Ahmed Thompson would step in, and for if this were the Astros, Ahmed would step in for Fred Van Vliet. He'd have to go. Jalen would eventually go. Cam Whitmore steps in for him when it's time for him to get paid, and that's how it would be handled. If there's so they what you're going to pay, well, work out a deal right now with Shangun because if we're the Astros, we don't we don't pay anybody at the end when their free agency's here. We pay him before then, right? And we and we get more years out of those 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 years the the player control years. That's what we do. We don't we don't pay people um, when their contract is up. No. We just don't do that. It's Tillman. It's different. Okay, man. I tell you what though. How much are they going to be hamstrung because of the Dylan Brooks contract? Look at what uh, Pete's Fine Meat says. Michael's listening. He goes, "If you want a real Italian, you need to talk to Tony Danza." You know, Michael ships like yeah. steaks to Tony Danza. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? He's, he's got he's got him on his phone. He was like, "Hey Lance, watch this." He to called him. him. Yeah, are oh, you to, talking yeah, to Tony Danza? To yeah. What he say? He, he said, "Hey, how you doing?" He go, "Are you wearing your horn?" <laughs> I I don't do that anymore. I've cleaned it up. I'm not really. I'm only kind of Italian. No, I'm. That doesn't get more Italian than me. Okay, just because he wears aren't a hat. Aren't you half that guy, Greek? That guy wears a hat. Okay, wait. Aren't you half Greek? Half Greek, so but it does that, get no more, one ever talks so about So it does that. get more Italian than you. That's half it gets a, way more half, Italian. Well, I said that before. I'm half a Greek. Well, we, well yeah, you're you half a Greek and stuff. half Italian, yes. You used to do Italian stuff. Now you don't do the Italian nah, stuff. He's, no fedoras. He let someone no call him John horns. Grant. You think a real Italian will let themselves be this? called what John Grant? Like this, John? What's it called? The mm-hmm. eyes? Or what do you do? Do you have the eyes or something? Yeah. What does that mean? The cornudos. You're what does putting, that mean? You're putting the uh, kabob. Stink eye, the, right? The yeah. evil eye on evil. somebody. Yeah. yeah, you're trying to curse Never them. seen you do that to it's somebody. It's a curse. Yes, I do it all the time. When you're shooting dice, you put the cornudos on them. When are you shooting dice? I sh- when you shoot dice. This when man, are you shooting dice? Sh- That's a this, former life. This man let somebody take the O off his last name so he can be called John Grant. Uh, uh, there was a woman uh, uh, from New York that knew nothing about nothing. Okay? And so I wanted the happen. job. So I sold you out let a it little. Happen. Some, so... That's you not sold a t- out your don't Italian. Sound Italian I didn't grab anybody out. All I did was in sell out. Don't sound Italian. Don't sound Italian to me. You know, Italian Italian you know Italians are huge in New Orleans. Yeah. It's French and Italian is the big. Yeah. Everyone thinks Cajun. It's not. It's French and Italian. The Cajun is South Louisiana. Yeah, there's a lot of you Italian. know all this. I know that. West of New Orleans. I know that. Uh, but John in New Orleans, Grant. a lot of Italian, a lot of French. John Grant. Yeah, this, that's disrespectful, so disrespectful to your hair. Oh, my dad didn't like it. I can tell you I, that. I bet. I can tell you what that. What did he say? He was like, what is that? What is this, John Grant? <laughs> what did you tell him? Dad, said, I'm dad they to get wanted the to change my name. Why? Because it's Italian? Yeah. <laughs> that's Italian. It's too Italian. I don't want to hear about no. memories where, of Ellis Island. All, all those. What's, what's all, her nationality? I'll say. What, can tell she's you. from New York, Dad. She's from New York. I can tell you what he said. Oh, no. Actually, you don't have to. No, you can't. I can't. Don't you don't have us. to because I already know because I watched, I watched Goodfellas, and I just know what she would say. <laughs> I just know what your dad would say. Yeah. 
Pretty much. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Prejudice against Italians? <laughs> What's this world coming to? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> what is this world coming to? You're it's de- only the good mm-hmm. half. So, Patrick Mahomes apologized. He's regretful for what he said. He is regretful. After a day to think it over. Oh, how about what he did to Josh Allen, though? That was awful. Yeah, well, he spoke to that as well. He did, it, I guess, his weekly radio show on Monday after the game, and he spoke to a lot of the things he did. Well, in the- if he was on ESPN yesterday, now, he didn't see the, the tape. He didn't see the lineup and everything else. There were so many angles, and there was so much. It was so obvious that he was offside. Well, Dan Arlowski- and Andy Reid, no one's giving you a warning. They don't give defensive players a warning when they line up in the neutral zone. You you line up in a neutral zone, and you get a false. You get an offside. Dan Orlovsky did something on, on Monday Night Countdown, showing Kadarius Tony did that four or five other times where he was in the neutral zone. Oh, he did, and it wasn't called. Like on the first time he lined up, he was in that position now all of them were on the opposite side away from the ref who made the call so maybe that's why it wasn't called more but he it was like four or five times where he was in the neutral zone well here's uh mahomes apologizing on his radio show yesterday obviously you don't want to react that way i just i mean i care man i love it i love i love this game i love my teammates and i want to go out there and put everything on the line to win um but uh obviously can't can't do that i mean can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And um, so I, I was uh, I, I was still hot and emotional. Um, but you can't do that, man. It's not a great example and, uh, for, for kids watching the game. So uh, that, that, I was more upset about that than I was about me on the sideline. Yeah, you can't do that, man. He's got a little, he's got a little of this going on, mm-hmm. but it's got, yeah, you got to be just, a little I, rough. I just can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, man, you can't do that, man. You think he means it? Means it? I think I do. I think he regrets it after seeing. First of all, you watch where Kadarius Tony lined up. You know what, dude? How stupid are you, Kadarius? Tony? It wasn't even close. Only stupid enough to do it five times in the game. Yeah, how stupid? I mean, that guy can't be. Well, by the way, Travis Kelsey also did it earlier in the game. So it's a, apparently the Chiefs like to line up in the neutral zone and also have one of their tackles line up in the backfield. Yeah, but that was on the same play. If you watch the play that co- the flag was called, I think it was Jawan Taylor. He was way in the backfield. Well, Jawan Taylor has a history. Well, watch the lineup. He is farther back than any other lineman by at least a yard and a half. Yeah. Well, that they get away with more often than not. That they get away with. But I'm always looking at the line of scrimmage to see where guys are lined up. And, you know, is anybody on the line of scrimmage? Because that's just the dumbest. You, that you can't even line up before a snap. Yeah. It's the, one of the dumbest penalties in the league. One of the dumbest. And he was it was not even close. His foot. I mean, the foot, he's, and you could tell he's looking I at mean, the football. The Kadarius Tony not care factor is so frustrating. Well, just, he's. That, but that, that <sighs> wide receivers, those two, Valdez Scantling with the miss against the Bills, yep. against the, no, not the Bills, who was the game that he, he dropped? Oh, the Eagles, that he dropped the ball against the Eagles. And then Kadarius Tony lining up wrong. I mean, talk about, listen, they didn't get Aaron Rodgers wide receivers and it cost the Packers. Priority one for the Chiefs this offseason. Who called that game? Get a number one. 
who was on that game? It was a uh, which game? Jim Nance. That it was Sunday? Nance and Romo. Yeah, yeah. Because Romo goes, these wide receivers, Jim. These wide receivers are just killing them. This wide receiver room is absolutely killing this team, Jim. It's something we just can't see. I mean, it's so sad to see. So much. I expect this every single time now. It's going to be something bad, a drop or offsides. And like, yeah, it is. They, they, they are killing. They're killing them. They're killing them. And they, they put so little into it when it's so important. Well, they drafted. They traded. Oh, no, they drafted trying. Sky Moore. They traded for Kadarius Tony. They've just not evaluated correctly. Yeah. Oh, Kadarius Tony was a problem. They, sure, but they, they did they spent, throw two picks that way. He was a first-round pick. They, they spent money on Valdez-Gantley. That was a free agent thing. They were... Sky Moore was second round or first round? Yeah, but I where think it was, was second Valdez round. as far as Green Bay? He was a Green Bay receiver. Yeah, no, they, they brought- got him to be the deep threat for. Uh, they brought Miko Hardeman back. Like they're trying to, they're trying to do it. It's just not. Yeah, the evaluations haven't been great. Yikes. That's trying. I mean, yeah, they throw in resources, just bad ones. Just bad ones. All right, eight forty-five, ESPN, ninety-seven-five and ninety-two-five, seven three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Mark Klein is what we're talking about right now. We're talking about Woodway and Fountain View. Woodway, excuse me, Woodway and Augusta. That's where he's got his new store, and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. He's also got the one in Fountain View in Westheimer. That's where we're going to have the Christmas party next Friday. He's got the big parking lot there, so we're going to be in there. You're going to come, and you're going to pick up the jewelry from Mark Klein that you've ordered now today from him, and you send him a, a, a 281316. 1388, 281-316-1388. You send him a picture of what you want made, and he's going to do it. He is going to, excuse me, it's 832. I've been saying 281. 832-316-1388. 832-316-1388. And you send him the picture. You email him. You text him. You can go there, whatever the case may be. He will make it. He will make it at a better price. He will make it at a fraction of the cost with the lab-grown diamonds. I mean, literally a fraction. You want the best jewelry this holiday season for her. It's not fake. It's not phony. It's just less expensive. It's perfect. I got my wife her diamond earrings. She loved them. And I spent a fraction of what I would have spent anywhere else at any other jewelry store. 832-316-1388 or KleinJewelry.com, or stop by one of his two locations. It's this holiday season. you got to go with Klein. ESPN 97.5.com. Iocane powder. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Okay, if the draft went like this, Matt Miller, put this out. Caleb Williams won, Drake May two, Bears followed by New England, followed by Arizona taking Marvin Harrison Jr., followed by the Giants taking Jaden Daniels. Is Tommy DeVito changing that narrative? No. It's a fun story. Did Jeremy Lin change everything about the Knicks? Or is that a fun story? <laughs> it was a fun, fun story. They got he's got the Bears going eighth 
with Malik Neighbors. If they got Caleb Williams and Malik Neighbors uh, in this draft, that wouldn't be bad. Uh, Olamuyayo Fashanu. Yeah. Uh, goes fifth to the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Dallas Turner. He's the left tackle. From Have you done State. Dallas Turner the edge from Alabama? I already know, though. When I was writing up Charles Cross from Mississippi State, 15, kept giving him the blues. And I'm like, from Alabama, I'm like, who is this guy? Because Charles Cross was one of the better tackles to come out of the draft from Mississippi State that year. And I went and looked. I'm like, who's 15 from Alabama? Dallas Turner, freshman. I'm like, man, I got to remember this kid. And he's still doing the same thing. So he'll be the first edge rusher off the board. There's three really good edge rushers. Him that I've studied so far. Dallas Turner, I already know. Jared Verse from Florida State. And uh, Lafatu, who is basically Polynesian T.J. Watt, who played at um, uh, he UCLA. Played at UCLA. He, so Washington told him he had a neck, a degenerative neck issue, and he'd never play football again. So he retired from football. Then, Wash, then um, UCLA said, no. Actually, we think you definitely can play. You just need to strengthen your neck muscles around it. There's things that will improve it. He went over there, and now he has like 25 and a half sacks in the last two years. First team All-American. Unstoppable. First team All-American. He's unbelievable hands. Like, this guy's truly skilled. Really, really skilled player. Um, so both of those guys would, like, I would love to get my hands on him, uh, on him as a football player. Well, there player. are some edge rushers in this one. Yeah. You got Jared Verse. You you got a lot to right. Mm-hmm. You got um, well Dallas Turner, uh, Dallas Turner. Uh, so they got JJ McCarthy in the top ten. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I know there was some heat around him, but I'll take a look and and see what I see. Well, on if it's the Raiders, they need by the way, Quinn Ewers made the right decision to go back to school. And not he, it, would you take Quinn Ewers before JJ McCarthy? I don't. I need to watch it. So I don't, so I don't. There's something about Quinn Ewers I don't trust. My organization. I don't know if Quinn Ewers is that guy. Yeah. That that I'm gonna that I'm gonna. I always say this: not win a Super Bowl. Can you compete for an AFC or NFC championship? Because once you get to a certain level, well, we you saw need help him grow pro- quite a bit though this season. We did, but against which competition? Yeah, I mean, you know, against Washington. Washington's not a great defensive unit, so he should do fairly well. Yeah, no, him. actually, Washington gives it up. Mm-hmm. They're good offensively. But they give it up. So the Bears need a quarterback, right? Do, do the Bears need a quarterback? Yes. Justin Fields is playing better, but the expectation is they will trade him, which which only helps if he's going to play as well as he's had he's had recently. Yeah. Um, they're going to get a second or a third for him. I think. Ooh, uh, I don't think you get. So a, you got three years. So you got him. a new contract coming up. So what? Well, Deshaun got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but Deshaun is a is a made man. You got. Well, he was a made man coming uh, in. Would you rather have Deshaun right now or Justin Fields? Well, I don't neither. I mean, next year. See, well, Deshaun yeah, Watson. You got to take year. one. You would. Uh, yeah, I think, I think be I'd a rather have Justin Fields as a better player. As a better player. Like if you're Atlanta, would you move on from Desmond Ritter? If you, yes. and if you go get trade Justin from, Fields? if you trade for what, if you trade for Fields, you're giving him a new deal. Too. Probably twenty eight million a year. Does that sound fun? It's this guy hasn't even proven himself that he can win at all. Or play consistent for five straight weeks. Yeah, he's got he's better this year. But you know what? He's got DJ Moore this year as opposed to what he. Well, what but he's but had you need but you need that. Yeah. Like that's not. Yeah, that doesn't hurt to me. That's I don't have any problem with Fields. I need to see Fields get better quickly. I'm honestly, this is his third year. The Bears, frankly, with his fourth year, because remember, going into next year, you have to decide if you're gonna if you're gonna yeah. 
So if you did trade for him, yes. If you no. traded for him, you're going to say, we want the fifth-year option on Justin Fields. So then a team that trades for him has at least two years to make a decision. Yes, yes. So Yeah, if I'm Atlanta, I would consider that. But look at all the teams that need quarterback. I mean, the Bears need a quarterback. The Patriots need a quarterback. The Arizona, arguably, no. I, I don't know. I guess they don't need a quarterback. The Giants need a quarterback. The Commanders need a quarterback. The Titans oh, need a quarterback. Washington fans will tell you we don't need one. We're good with well, that. Okay. They might not be watching so. what everyone else The Raiders need a quarterback. The Jets need a quarterback. Yeah. The actually. Falcons need a quarterback. The Steelers need a quarterback. The Rams need a quarterback. Well, not but immediately. How long is that going to last? Yeah, but they're in a position where are they going to draft the quarterback or say, hey, let's give give it one more go when we actually have our pick? To yeah, help this, that's the help decision them. is do you do – you... The Vikings need a quarterback. Tampa needs a quarterback. Yeah. Vikings, aren't they just going to roll Kirk Cousins out there again? No, he's he's a free agent now. They're going to let him go? They're going to let him go? What are you going to do? Every How about every the, backup? The Dolphins need a quarterback. Every now, backup there it eventually is. There goes, it is. goes back to what they are. Yeah. Oh, you said the Dolphins. I mean, Josh Dobbs is a fun story for a while, and it's like, no. oh, my God, this guy's it's terrible. awful. Every backup is a backup for a reason. I'm hoping Davis Mills gives you some good, gives you something good for the next week to two weeks, but eventually he will become Davis Mills. Yeah. Eventually, Tommy DeVito is going to become Tommy DeVito. Now, Brock Purdy's the one guy that he just, but he was a rookie, so that's He reminds me a little of Brock Purdy, DeVito. Uh yeah, I mean yeah, a little no, bit. No 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 no, no. you insulted What are you him a talking about? Yeah, yourself. You what insulted are you Brock. About? Yeah, a little bit. He let what his, are you talking he about? He led his team to an NFC title game. You're just giving Tommy DeVito the Brock Purdy treatment. Tommy DeVito's just won three games with a lot less talent uh, than, than Brock Purdy. Who did he has. beat again? He's he's the second player to win three of his first who, four who starts. Who did he beat again? The Patriots and how many points did the if Patriots he was, he's score trying in that to get game? Back in good with the, National uh, Italian American. They, they see what you're trying Tommy to do here. DeVito you can't fool anybody. Is a, is a, is a yeah, legend. he won a game because the Patriots won two, they got ten back? to seven. Okay, that's all right. Dude, Tommy DeVito led him to that. Led him to that. Uh, vict- that wonderful victory. Mm. Okay, with his ten points. <laughs> what about last night? He made plays though. He did make plays he last made night. Plays, he made plays but last night. You're being a little disrespectful to Brock Purdy. Uh, listen, Tommy DeVito is going to have a nice living from here on out. I mean, if I'm a team, I want that. You want his parents in the I stands parents, as a backup? What? I want the agent. Are they going to show up to the game when I he's want not the playing? Cutlets. Are you kidding? I wouldn't be surprised at all if his dad doesn't cook for the whole team. You know what he's becoming? The Boban of the team. He'll be a mascot. Only is, he plays. Is he a monster, Only too? he plays. Is he a no. monster? Is he sloth? He's a monster on the field. Uh, how would Fields do That's in a Shanahan type defense? Offense? I don't, I'm not sure that it would be great, honestly. He's Arthas. not a naturally accurate quarterback, which is something you need for this offense because everyone's on the move all the time, kind of West Coast routes a lot of times. Not always, but I don't I don't know that. It's not a magic panacea that fixes everybody. Send it's him to Atlanta and let him it's play with Bijan. Everybody and, so far. Everybody. No, nah, there's been some guys. Johnny Manziel couldn't be. That was different. Well, Trey Lance. Yeah, didn't fix, didn't fix Trey Lance. And Trey Lance Did he was, even get the chance? He didn't get the chance, but they must have seen enough that they weren't in love with well, him. Well, they saw Brock Purdy get on the field. And I mean, it did kind of – it didn't fix Matt Schaub, but it showed Matt Schaub at the very best. Stop rubbing your forearm. Be. You think Shanahan picked how Purdy about Brock, because uh, of – How 
How about Brock Osweiler? How'd that look? Perfect. Because I mean, that's oh, what Gary Kubiak oh, ran. Brock Osweiler should have beat the Patriots. You still living off of this? Yeah. Should have beat the Patriots. Not in for the, that in drop. The, in the uh, postseason. That's right. Brock Osweiler. Love that guy. Where's he now? Wyoming. Just, oh, he's doing TV. Okay. How I think old he's is he? up in Wyoming. That's he, where backup quarterbacks go. He couldn't TV. even. He's 33 years old. He couldn't find a way to be a backup. <laughs> they just they just pushed him out. No, I don't think he was considered very likable. Well, how about that? Did Did you see the Heisman Awards? They were going. Oh, here's the, all the guys from the 70s. Here's all the guys from the 80s. Here's yeah. all the guys from the 90s. Here's the guys from the 2000s. Brock wasn't and on there. And then here's one guy from 2010 on, and it's RG3. Everybody else is playing football. Brock, oh, yeah. Brock yeah, Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy. I didn't think about that. Excuse me. <laughs> they are all playing. Brock Osweiler was done with the NFL in 2018. He was 28 years old. Yeah. And, and everyone was like, done with you. Bye. Get out of here. He's Paxton Lynch. RG3. He's Paxton well, at least Lynch. He's more at successful. Least there some injury RG3 had a Heisman. Yeah, but at least there are injury concerns. Then Brock could stand on the sideline, like RG3's got knees and whatever and probably thought maybe he should be playing more than he should. I think he did believe that. But Brock Purdy's 28. He could, well, at the time, he couldn't just stand and hold a clipboard. No. They just said, get out of here, Brock. Brock yeah, Osweiler. For what? Hey, They're the just Texans like, paid him what? For who? For what? Yeah, maybe I'm going to go play golf. Maybe he decided he was done, but that generally, you generally can, can, can collect the, checks. The Texans paid him all right, so why would I put? Why would I wa- waste my time? He's an ESPN holding a clipboard. He's an ESPN college football analyst. He's Chandler Parsons. No, he, oh, yeah, yeah. except without the injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no excuse for yeah, him. Right. Oh my God, did Chandler make money? Holy crap! He got two deals, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, huge. People deals. couldn't wait to sign him when he was injured. Uh, right. <laughs> Big deals. Tom, and we're well, speaking of hoops. Produnk.com. Produnk.com. This holiday season, Dad, make the call now. So you get you get Pro Dunk at your house. Keith Tate and the guys they are going to do the best job for you. They are going to make sure that you get the best installation, that you get the best product. You're going to love what Pro Dunk is going to do for you. When you see this product, you're going to go, "Wow!" I mean, it's that nobody, no other goal is even like it. No other goal is close with the tempered glass backboard, with the unbreakable rim. The unrustable stanchion, the installation, the second and none, they'll stencil the, the stencil the driveway. They, I mean, it'll be your kids' court. They'll love it. You can lower and raise the goal. It's the goal to get. It's not even. It's not even arguable. It's the best goal out there. You when you go by a hoops driveway, you're going to know immediately that that's a hoops goal. You're going to know immediately that it's a hoops goal because there's no other goal like it. It's not even not even close. You're looking for the best goal this holiday season, Dad. It's a great Christmas present for the family. Produnk.com, Produnk.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I'm an idea man, Chuck. What if you mix mayonnaise right in the can with the tuna fish? Hold it. Take live tuna fish and feed them mayonnaise.